Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio Advocacy and Gospel News for the Persecuted Church. I am Tower and we are glad you joined us. Today is Wednesday, January 29th, 2020. And the scripture reading for this week is I'm sorry. It's um, Exodus chapter 10, starting at verse 1 through chapter 13, verse 16. Jeremiah chapter 46, verses 13 through 28. And the New Testament portion is 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 20 through 34. Be sure to follow the WIBR Warren Radio on Twitter at hashtag WatchmanIS216 and hashtag Warren Radio. On LinkedIn, you can find us by hashtag Watchman. And um, you can join us on us.life or MeWe, and that is hashtag Warren Radio. And you can find our shows from our websites, warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also listen to us through Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog, blog Talk Radio, Podcast Attic, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, and um, Deezer, and now we are on Podchaser. Be sure to take the time to read the pertinent articles by the Watchmen. They apply to this day and age we're living in. You can go to warn-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com to read these articles, and please pass them along to your friends and relatives. This week, we are featuring God's Overcoming Grace for Perilous Times. God's Overcoming Grace is understood as his favor toward us. Here, in the end of days, we find perilous times. A person or a family can face personal challenges so great that it would break them. Raging America Among the Nations Raging America, if I were the most famous preacher on earth, I could not do it. If suddenly everyone in America were listening to me, I could not do it. So go to warn-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com and you can read the latest articles. And now I welcome in the watchman, but first here is a word. <clears throat> You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter. Find us 
on Instagram and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing good. What's going on in the world today? Well, up front, we're going to be talking about Iran. Article 18, now you may not have heard of that, but uh, quite a number of years ago, I was following, and it's a group that follows uh, persecution, and they follow all groups and all faiths. Now, they're reporting about Iran and a Christian convert, Ishmael, and then he has a big long name, to three years in prison. They said he insulted Islam uh, and its sacred beliefs. And they've got, and of course, this is Iran now. He's facing two other charges, propaganda against the Islamic Republic and membership of a group hostile to the regime, regime, and he has 20 days to uh, appeal. Now, he has a bail of $9,000, and of course, when you're over there, that's hard to raise that kind of money. It yeah, is. but but see the thing of it is is that this guy used to be a Muslim, and uh, the propaganda against the Islamic Republic is the gospel, and the group hostile to the regime are Christians, and so uh, he created a Christian Telegram channel. Now this is one of the reasons I wanted to cover that because we've seen Iran. Uh, go after people before over there for their social media. And even if they didn't publish it, if they have a social media and somebody comes along and posts something on it that Iran don't like, the authorities can get after them. People have literally lost their lives in Iran because of social media. But the interesting thing that Article 18 came out with is that – of course, Christianity is that national security threat. Now, the Ayatollah came out quite a long time ago, and we covered this when he was uh, encouraging the Republican Guard as well as the secret police to crack down on Christianity because uh, Iran was an Islamic country and they couldn't, uh, they didn't want Christians, uh, you know, changing everything there, but. According to Article 18, they said many are abandoning Islam and converting to Christianity. Iran has the fastest growth of Christianity in the region. And, you know, people are really paying for their life over there. But it's amazing, Tower, that in the midst of pressure and persecution, uh, more people end up coming to the Lord. I know that's amazing. That's that's exciting. And that so is that's the government. Yeah, it is. And another one, these are upfront uh stories. These are real quick. Uh another one comes out of Burkina Faso. And it has become the grow uh, the fastest growing humanitarian crisis in Africa. It began uh, in the early portion of 2019, and the problem is, of course, is Islamic extremists who have been attacking the region, and uh, 530,000, that's over a a half a million, 
uh, have been displaced since the early portion of 2019 going back to January. And so, you know, these uh, Islamists are attacking markets. They're killing as many people as they can do, you know. So they recently they attacked a market, a local market. They killed 10. That was the reports. But um, the death toll has been reported by others on the scene to be as many as 50. So this kind of tells you why a half a million are now uh, in transit, displaced with no place to go because of Islamic extremism. And the thing that absolutely kills me, you and I have been covering this extremism around the world for a long time. And the UN doesn't do anything. NATO doesn't do anything. Of course, NATO's not supposed to, but they don't do anything anyway. Uh, and uh, the European Union doesn't do anything. Other countries don't do anything. The only one that ever seems to really care about any of this is the United States, who actively sends right. its troops in harm's way. So uh, it, it's hard to believe that nobody does anything for these poor people who, of course, don't have any weapons while all the bad guys have weapons. Yeah, and, and I, of I course, think things are ramping. I think things are ramping up around the world for against Christians. Well, I think so too. Yeah, I, I think that's a fact. I think it's been going on for some time. And of yes, course, in of course. Burkina Faso, we've had a few stories come out of there uh, about all of this going out, but only twenty percent of their population are Christian, and of course, most of them. Are, are the targets. So this really does put in uh, a real problem for the people there. And of course, we see the same thing with believers that are scattered out from Libya, Syria, uh, Iraq, and Afghanistan, those four countries. You have Russia in there. You have, uh, uh, of course, uh, Assad and his group in Syria. You have the problems in Iran, You, I mean, in uh, Iraq, uh, and then the problems with the Taliban and others in Afghanistan, uh, al-Sadr's in Afghanistan. You, you have a mess, and many Christians now have moved out. And in those four countries now, you've got, uh, you've got Afghanistan, all the powers of those four countries, you've got Russia involved, you've got Iran involved, America is in uh, a couple of the countries. Uh, so you've got a stinking mess throughout those oh, yeah. four countries right away. And then, of course, then you have China with this virus going on, killing people. I mean, literally, we can see the turmoil of the last days. Yes. And you and you know you and I like talked it. about talked about the last days. Tower and I have been expecting the coming of the Lord for good grief forever. <laughs> Forty years <I> mean, or more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember, you know, in the early days, we used to think the Lord was coming every day, and we prayed uh, that uh, we'd be able to, you know, get things taken care of. But at any rate, today we're definitely a lot further along and we thought it was bad back then. It's a lot worse today. 
And, oh, uh, yeah. And, Amen uh, to that. Yeah. A lot of these user-friendly churches, one in California produced a song. I think CBN ran the story. I don't have it. I think the title of it was called The 81% which uh, addresses the 81% of Christians who uh, support Trump. And so he wrote a hymn uh, because the 81% that support Trump are the ones that this uh, user-friendly church thinks are, should be targeted. I didn't hear the song, so I really don't know what it says, but... Uh, there has been a lot of problems coming out of Christians, uh, the Christian community regarding uh, President Trump. Well, I'm not supporting a minister. I'm supporting uh, somebody that is going to undo Obama's mess, who is going to work on various things. He's not the pope. He's not our minister. He's not a politician. So get over it. If you have problems with that, I suggest you get back to the Bible and read it and understand that you may be user friendly, but a lot of the things that you're doing are anathema anyway. So we've got major problems in the church. So don't lecture us about supporting Trump. So in other words, uh, close your, uh, uh, you know, close your piano up, be quiet and shut up for a while, because frankly, you don't know what you're talking about. And, of course, when it comes to the church, I don't give much quarter to a lot of these liberal backslidden churches anyway. I'm not here to be your That's buddy. Right. So at any rate, we'll move on. You know, we do have um, another one here that we need to cover, and it's up front and then – We've got some other stuff, but you know, uh, the hormone blockers tower. Oh my goodness. You know, um, Kira Bell was given hormone blockers and cross sex hormones when she was a teenager. Now you see, I have read a number of, uh, a number of things researching this. Uh, and there are many doctors now that have even worked with clinics that have quit the gender identity development stuff and the hormones that they give. And it's coming to pass now that many are believing giving powerful drugs to children who are confused about their gender puts them on a torturous path. That's according yeah. to a former transsexual who warned as she joined a major legal act, uh, action uh, lawsuit against the NHS. Uh, and, of course, this is Tavistock and Portman, NHS Trust Gender Identity Development Service. Um, and, of course, uh, she was given sex hormones when she was a teenager, but she now returned to living as a woman. Uh, and, you know, that has got to be totally a, a mess because it messes yeah. with your hormones. You it know, messes with your mind and everything. Dear yeah. God in heaven. And she said the drugs and surgery certainly should not be offered to someone under the age of 18 when they're emotionally and mentally vulnerable. And I agree. I don't think they ought to be doing this at all. 
And this goes way yeah. beyond whether this is whether you think this is a sin or not. The, the real sin here is these people get so confused and and have a problem. Um, you know that is the issue. And uh, God, that that would just be absolutely. She says that I believe that the current affirmative system put in place by the Tavistock is inadequate and it does not allow for exploration of these gender dysphoric feelings, nor does it seek to find the underlying cause. And the underlying cause many times is, is our society today, which delights in this kind of a thing, you know, getting people confused. Oh, I know. And, and I feel for these people because, like I said, this is, we're not talking about, you know, sin here. We're talking about somebody who needs help. Someone yeah. who went through something cause they, because they were confused. And now, you see, um, even here in our town, Tower, I forgot to tell you this, but uh, the gay lesbian uh, groups, the LGBTQ, uh, here in our town are requesting a committee made up of their members that will judge everything LBGDQ that goes on in Casper. Uh, uh, oh, in my here. goodness. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, um, of course, they're standing up for what they perceive to be as um, equal rights, uh, they're not standing up for equal rights. They're standing up to cram stuff down our throat, which we don't even see. Exactly. You know, we've never had any kind of uh, an issue like that. But you know, this is sweeping America. So the big thing in Hollywood, and and you know, now they're doing the 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 drag queen thing, uh, which is in the news all the time, being featured oh, all know. over the place. And this is totally to you sick to, in our culture. They they do that to desensitize you. They do. And then you get used and, to it. And so if you're a young kid growing up, it could easily get you all screwed up. Why, that's for sure. This woman pointed out that without medical interview, intervention, a large majority of children convinced they are the other sex come to accept the body they were born with. And in the past three years, 35 clin, uh, clin, clinicians uh, have resigned from the clinic, uh, you know, people working at the clinic. So, you know, this is well, just... They've, been, they've lowered the age of giving these drugs from... They were... Um, this one woman said she was uneasy about giving the drugs to 16 years old, 16 year olds, but now they've lowered the age as young as nine or 10. And, and these kids should not be given that. And they don't even know what the long-term consequences are. Well, you know, and, and this goes, it is horrible. And it goes into this other story that we have here. And this is regarding, uh, something that came out of CBN. Um, the drag queen story hour visits to schools, but there's a drag queen that is speaking out against the trend. And he's uh, he or she, you know, is warning in a video that it's irresponsible to combine children in drag. 
it's like exposing them to strippers or porn stars. And he says, what the, you know, H-E whatever uh, has a drag queen ever done to make you have so much respect for them? Other than put on makeup, jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage. An alleged drag queen named Kitty DeMir said in a video posted on Twitter, would you want a stripper or porn star to influence your child? It makes no sense at all. A drag queen performs in nightclub for adults. There's a lot of filth that goes on and backstage. There's a lot of nudity, sex, and drugs. I don't think this Dear is an God. avenue you would want your child to explore, the drag queen explained. To actually get them involved in drag is extremely, extremely irresponsible on your part. Goes on to say, honestly, you're not doing the gay community any favors. In fact, you're hurting us, he said. We, we've already had a reputation of being pedophiles and being perverts and being deviants. We don't need you to bring your children around so you can keep the your, so you can keep your kids at home and take them to Disneyland or Chuck E. Cheese. But if you need your child to be entertained by a big human in a costume or makeup, take them to the circus or something. Don't ruin your child's life and don't ruin us because that's what you're doing. Wow. I mean, he certainly bold. told it, told it like he saw it. And, uh, yeah. you know, the only reason we're, you know, we look at this because these are issues in America today. And uh, it, it's it's really funny, Tower, that in my book, my first book, D-Day for America, I listed giants. And, of course, a lot of people that are into this were looking for me to write about the Nephilim, stories of Nephilim and everything. But the giants instead were a metaphor for the big things we were facing. And in it, I listed the homosexual movement and all the related issues to this particular uh, thing yeah, and uh, that it would become a giant that y- y- you c- would not be able to stop it was going to do nothing but grow and that was back way long time ago that I wrote that book and so it, it's just one of those things that um, you know just as in the days of Noah we find this is going on and I don't spend all my time uh, warning and preaching against homosexuality I don't even mention it I'm only mentioning these as stories regarding the hormone therapy and this quoting this guy. But the bottom line of it is, if you think homosexuality and drag queen, all this other are, are blatant sins, there's a lot of other blatant sins, you know, and one of the things Bible says, it says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All that's everyone folks. And the only difference is, is that there are those who who receive the Lord, John chapter 1, who've been born again to the Spirit, John chapter 2, and uh, they've been given the power to live above the lust of the flesh and of the world, and they've, they've become the sons of God. And that's in Scripture. You can believe that or not. It makes no, no you know, difference to me. I send it out. You have to either believe or disbelieve. And because that's what it says in Revelation 22, he that is holy, let him be holy still. He that is wicked, let him be wicked still. There's more to that verse. You can read it. Go to Revelation 22. So at any rate, uh, you know, the the bottom line here is, is that within all of this, you know, I mean, we've got liars in Congress. We've got people that plot to do wicked in Congress and in our nation. We have a lot of evil and wickedness today. 
So uh, if we were talking about one sin that was bringing America down, I'll tell you what it is. It's mentioned in the Bible. And the number one thing, even in Sodom and Gomorrah, it was not homosexuality while that was there. It was pride, folks. Pride goes before a fall. So you just put that in your choppers and chew on it a while. Now, another upfront story we want to talk about, and I'm not going to spend long because we do have another. Oh, no, this this is the one that uh, Tower is going to. Let me look up here. Okay, we did that one. Okay, it's yours. Really? Yeah. um, This uh, story comes from Christian Newswire, and it's good news. Good news clubs. It's good news for the new good news clubs. Um, the people of faith are celebrating this week, and more and none more than the teachers of nearly five thousand good news clubs in the nation's public schools. On uh, National Religious Freedom Day, which was January sixteenth, President Trump signed new guidance rules to protect, among other things, freedom of prayer in schools in public schools, and he was surrounded by students who have suffered discrimination and even persecution. And 170,000 students every week pray in elementary public school classrooms in the Good News Clubs organized by Child Evangelism Fellowship. And... um, They're growing exponentially overseas, but the going is tough in the U.S. due to misconceptions about religious practice inside public school walls. And, of course, the atheist organizations are there to intimidate the schools and cause confusion because of Jefferson's famous phrase, wall of separation between church and state. And the phrase assured the Danbury Baptist the government would not interfere with their practice, but it is often turned around as as if meant to keep religion out of public life. It's not legislation that needs to happen. It's education, said the CEF state director, Washington state director. And they, um, they have over 100 clubs in the state. And they're trying to get, and he said, trying to get one more in each school, one more club in each school district. They have to um, jump through several hoops to get this going. And um, Kaiser staff members are taught to ensure that good news clubs are not discriminated against compared to non-religious clubs regarding access or school claims about space and meeting time. Once clubs are established, principals report satisfaction with positive effects on the student body. So that's good. I like that. You know, yeah. and, and that that can give you some stability in there. You that's know, right. I mean, I mean, we have all these various groups, you know, like we got here in town. They want an LGBTQ advisory committee uh and uh on for the city uh You know, maybe they're going to be there at the board meeting, uh, you know, the city council. But the bottom line of it is you don't see one representing Christians there. You don't see one there representing blacks. You don't see one there representing anybody else. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, you just have these radical LGBTQs that figure they got to have their nose in everything. And well, they uh, are radical. They are, you know, and so it's, um, you know, this thing is not going to go away anytime soon. And once these atheists and all these other groups, there's even a Freedom From Religion Foundation. I mean, we've got them everywhere. And uh, the bottom line of it is one of these days they're going to, you know, and that's one of the reasons I'm, I'm convinced they hate Trump so much because he has been more pro-Christian than any other president. And more He's pro been Israel. More pro Israel, more pro Constitution, more pro business, more pro everything when it comes to these issues. That's right. He has. And they don't like it, and that's for sure. No, they don't like it. So that's that's one of the things. And uh so, you know, that's one thing about the whore church. The whore church is, is sitting on the beast along with that other whore that has the cup. So there is a horror church, and that horror church, uh, you know, has been around for a long time, <laughs> long before America. Yeah. And, of course, uh, you know, many of you know in China that they're having the coronavirus. And uh, you told me today that the U.K. had shut down all flights from there, right? British, British Airways. Stopped yeah. all flights into China. Yeah, I don't blame them there. And there no, was re- there was a report here in in our state that one of the local communities had somebody that had coronavirus. Uh, but really? uh, according to I a news source that. here locally, they said that was a fake uh, news story. So, and I didn't huh. read it to find out all the details, but I know the town well. And it would be really weird if they did have that uh, uh, coronavirus. You might find a well, cowboy drunk to... at two in the morning, but you wouldn't find, or or even an Indian, because there's a lot of Indians and cowboys. There used to be over there and other things. Um, well, I used to spend a lot of time that, over there, but what that would uh, oh that could only happen if someone from that community had gone to Wuhan. I don't if that's how you say it, Wuhan, China. Yeah. You know, if, and came true. back from there, then yeah, they could possibly have the virus. Yeah. Well, you know, China has been escalating persecution of uh, Christians in China, but also they've been persecuting the Buddhists. Uh, and they've been persecuting, uh, of course, they've got the Muslims locked up in one of the largest concentration camps. Christians, yeah, they Uber. shut down, destroyed all their churches. Wang Yi, one of the, in one, in a big uh, uh, Chinese church there, they bulldozed that church and and sentenced Wang Yi to nine years and his assistant to four years. And his wife was in jail, but she was released. She's with the kids. <laughs> Uh, so they have been doing it. And so according to a story uh, coming out of CBN again, uh, they said nearly 6,000 underground uh, churches have been shut down. Now, a lot of the other sources that we found, nobody really, you know, um, I'm not sure where they had it. Now, uh, um, 
Now, CBN quotes the Christian Post. We've got all kinds of these that quote each other. Um, Stephen is somebody. It's not his real name, but this is a believer. And he used to go to one of those. And uh, um, the the authorities raided his church in 2018. And he was flying back from an overseas trip. And so to make a long story, um, authorities came to his apartment and his wife was in there, but he wasn't because he hadn't gotten back yet. She locked the door, but the police did not knock down the door. They left instead. Um, he learned of it when his wife spoke to him on the phone and the electricity had been cut off and there was no heat and it was uh, freezing in the middle of winter. Now, of course, in China, China, the communists have everything, uh, the food, the clothing, they have the uh, the ability to shut off your heat. So if you don't do what they say, they're going to, you're going to die in your apartment. And so uh, he called uh, the property manager who turned on the power, but then it was shut off again. And uh, he had to meet with the local with authorities. So he went there and, uh, and so they went through a litany with him, and uh, they wanted his children to attend school, and uh, they didn't want him to do anything with Christianity. They didn't want him uh, to uh, talk about anything, no street preaching, don't have any kind of a church affair. In other words, you can't do anything. And so uh, Stephen refused, and... Uh, um, and he said that they were afraid of why Christians will visit each other. The, these authorities didn't understand it. And uh, they asked him to stop seeing them. And he says, I can't do it. I want to, I want to visit with them. So um, this is kind of like a look into what's going on over there. We know of other leaders over there that that uh, they follow the rule that if they get arrested and put in prison, the Lord will uh, raise up somebody else to take their place. But today, China right now um, is 23rd, but in the persecution.com watch list uh, for this year, uh, China has moved up from 27 to that 23rd spot. So, uh, you know, Open Doors CEO David Curry, now they're the ones that do this, uh, that talk a lot about this and put out that watch list. They, he talked about the social scoring. We've talked about that social scoring. And uh, that's something that could easily lead in to when the beast gets here. They, he, would do, he will do the exact same thing only through a mark. So we are really seeing the outcroppings of a time when the beast would show up and some of the ways society would be. So it, it's not yeah. going to be long. You know, I mean, at the rate we're going with everything and the signs we see in the nation, you could be closer than you thought. You know what, Tower? Oh, I know. That's what I think. And then I I especially think if President Trump doesn't get reelected. Well, you know, that's true. 
But Stephen today, um, at the writing of this, he did make it back to America, but he wanted to go wants to go back to China, but uh, there's no way he can go back to China because, um, he, you know, it's it's dangerous there for him. Yeah. And you know, it may one day it may reach that here where it's too too dangerous to be. Uh, uh, walk in open Christianity. Um, yeah, I don't know where you'd go though. Well, there no, there there's no place to go, because you go up to the uh, to Canada. There, a lot of the stuff they're doing now. They were they were putting people prosecuting them even in Europe, the UK, and Canada, for for even well, going yeah. through Romans one for crying out loud. Yeah, and Deuteronomy. Yeah. And so another place we're seeing a lot of this, again, is in uh, uh, India. And, of course, uh, in a story out of uh, Morningstar News, there's a pastor by the name of uh, Jai Singh. And uh, he was jailed because they accused him of luring people to convert. And uh, Hindu extremists dragged him from ha- from uh, from house worship, and that's usually what they do. They they have worship within a house, but you get in some of these places, and you can't even like in Iran, and even in China, you can't even meet with other people in your home if you're all Christian because they think that you're in there doing things. So it is totally, totally weird out there with a lot of these. But a lot of this kind of thing goes clear back to the early church because the church, and even during uh, the Roman Empire, they had 10 major persecutions of Christian believers there. And they and many of them in Rome were hiding in the catacombs. And a lot of the authorities, um, they still got found a lot of Christians, but they had a hard time getting them out of the catacombs. And a lot of times they were really concerned about what Christians did down there. And a lot of the word came out by their enemies that they were in devil worship and everything else. Uh, It's the same kind of thing that, uh, uh, you know, we find with a number of the various groups connected to the crusades when they were doing that and the, uh, the ones that, that were there. So, but at any rate, uh, you know, they would take him and uh, force him to sit before the idols in a Hindu temple. And uh, they beat his legs and really tore him up. And uh, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, this is the way, you know, when we talk about it, that these people are are treated now he can barely walk he did get to the hospital he uh he can't walk very well but uh because they used in in a lot of areas when they were doing that they would get cane and cane is one of the worst for beating it it is just terrible to be beat with cane yeah yeah um and so you know when i look at this and see india now see uh, Prime Minister Modi of India, I think that's his name, 
you know, he denies these things, but the BJP party is connected with radical Hinduism. Uh, just like if we look in Nigeria, um, Buhari is a Fulani who's connected with the Fulani herdsmen who are killing Christians, and yet he doesn't do anything. And so now in Nigeria, we not, not only had uh, Boko Haram, and then uh, Boko Haram was going on for quite a while, and then they ended up with the Fulani who started killing Christians, and now they got another group. And this is ISIS, uh, uh, an ISIS in a, in a part of Nigeria as well. So, um, and, and they're again, Tower, nobody does anything. I know, it's deeply disturbing. Nobody does anything. And so I know I just hate it. And the Christians, I you know, I I look at the believers here, and and we're over here divided and a mess, and um, you know that knuckle-headed dude that wrote that eighty-one percent song, you know, yeah. and he may have had had a good motive for it, but see. You know, the bottom line of it is, is that the problem here isn't supporting Trump. The problem here is the church is backslid. The pastors are backslid. And, of course, they're not all backslid, but we do have a mess here in America. And what if America became just like some of these other countries and you couldn't hold church anymore? You couldn't meet in your homes anymore that there was a mark of the beast that was here. What would you do? See, and, and this is the thing. You look at what's happening to the brothers and sisters, and that's why we need to be supporting them. That's why we need to be praying for them. That's why we need to be awake and stop that's this nonsense. Right. And so you'd better be thankful that you're living in America and that you have blessings because I can tell you blessings uh, of our kind are in short supply around the world. And you better thank God that you do have someone like Trump up there trying to give you more freedoms, trying to stand up for Christians, trying to stand up for Israel. Nobody else did. Obama didn't do it. I can tell you Clinton didn't do it. Nobody, even Bush, the Bushes, you know, they didn't stand up for Israel like they should have. Even Netanyahu said uh, when I saw the news conference when they revealed the peace ban, there, there's never been a friend of Israel like uh, Donald Trump. And you can call him what you what you will, but a lot of the stuff that he's done is absolutely historic. And you can you can bitch about him, moan about him, and everything else. But the fact of it is the guy got results. The biggest problem you have today, though, is that America's problem are sin. It's sin. It's pride. It's not Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Now, did we read this one? I've got another one here for you. That, and it comes um, out of Ni- a, Nigeria. Go ahead. Yeah. Another story out of Nigeria. This time, uh, the Islamic State-affiliated terrorists executed a Christian university student. They kidnapped him earlier this month 
in northeast Nigeria, and he was studying biology. He was in his second year of biology. And what makes this story so horrific is that um, there was a boy and he was saying, this is one of the Christians from Plateau State. We want to tell all Christians that we have not forgotten what you did to our parents and grandparents. Christians all over the world must know that we will never forget their atrocities against us. We will avenge the bloodshed visited on us. And then this video shows the boy shooting Ropfall, I can't say his name, Delap in the back of the head and in the and then in the back killing him. He was uh and after he was kidnapped his family had received no information about his whereabouts and they not even sure when the execution took place. And it's it's just a sad state. It was a boy that murdered him and it it's horrible that he was murdered and it's also horrible that this young boy was sent to do this. He was he's made a twofold more a child of hell than the people themselves that have turned this young boy in this. They kidnap these, they go into these villages and kidnap these young people and turn them into terrorists. It's just horrible. It's horrific what these they're, they're doing to these young children. And well, I'm you know, sad for the family of this man that was killed as well, this college student. Well, I, I think this is such a waste of life. Here's a young man uh, in his second year of biology. He could have easily gone on to be a scientist, uh, you or know, or something. Or even a doctor something. Yeah, yeah, a doctor, you bet. Something very important to the, for the people there. You know, and that's one thing these groups like ISIS and all these others, Boko Haram, Al-Shabaab, all of them, including the Taliban, the number one thing important to them you know, is creating uh, total chaos within a nation, and they don't really care about that education. But, you know, this kid could have helped his his nation. He could have been an asset. But see, we're living in that day, you know. uh, Scripture tells us that James talks about it. You kill the just, and he does not resist you, James 5. And that's exactly what happened with this young man, you know. Yeah, and, and, w- and I – go ahead. Well, it looks like that picture, he has a cell phone in his hand. Yeah, it does. He's a nice-looking young man, too. And it just uh, absolutely you – know uh, Yeah, I think that the Muslims – you know that old saying, they cut off their nose to spite their face. That's what I see with the Muslims. They destroy the good to bring about their caliphate or whatever they want to do. But in the end, they're going to be the big losers. I'm sorry to say. 
Well, you know, the whole thing is just absolutely sick when you look at it. We're we're talking about Iran today. We talked about America and the childhood dangers of hormone therapy, the dangers of uh, adults allowing, you know, these these people to, uh, you know, get before drag queen. We had a good story on on the good news, uh, good news. But, you know, overall, you look at it, you know, we we are facing dangers with our own children. But you you have in Iran, it's a mess for Christians. In China, it's a mess for Christians. In India. Now, not all of India is there are areas where Christian Christians, uh, majority of Christians do live. Uh, But. India, we we have a lot of uh, persecution stories from radical Islam. I mean, radical Hinduism, Nigeria, you know, uh, and of course Kenya is starting to see some of this. Um, it, it just absolutely, and of course, you, you know, you look at these and and you wonder why can't they get along? Well, they're not going to get along. I mean, look at this peace process that Trump tried to do. Well, I didn't think that the Palestinians would even give a flip for it, and they didn't. They said a thousand rejections, and uh, you know, and it was pointed out that uh, the one in charge of the Palestinians over there, um, I was thinking a boss. He's been over there. They said eighteen years. He was elected in an election a long time ago. And they've never had elections since, and he just stays there because he's got the power behind him. He's a dictator. Maybe they um, need to have an election. Well, the, you know, it doesn't matter. Over there, in, in the, they control them so tightly, these people can't do anything. And uh, even if you did feel like you shouldn't, and, and I've heard from uh, Christian groups over there that agree w- with, you know, that support Palestinian cause over there. So, uh, you know, this thing is, is really a mess. And, of course, Ilian Omar was standing up against Trump for uh, this thing that he suggested. So well, this is a surprising. woman. Yeah, she's in Congress, and she's anti-Christ. She's anti-America, and uh, she's using her platform uh, for Islam, radical Islam. That, that's what she's doing. She's anti-Jew. She's anti Jew, definitely. Yeah, and she's proud of it. Yeah, she, and, I don't. They need to get t- take her out of uh, office. They need to get rid of her. She shouldn't even well, be in office. They should ship her back to wherever she came from, Sudan. Well, you know the Somalia. bottom line of she's it is, is, yeah, you know it, that isn't going to happen because. The fact that America has fallen away from her true foundation and the faith of Christ, um, you know, whenever Israel started having enemies within the gates, it's because they were falling away from the Lord. And you can always find that happening. We are falling away from where we should have and the enemies have entered in. It's only a matter of time, folks, before this country goes down. I'm I'm hoping and praying that we'll be able to put it off for a long time. 
But uh, the bottom line of it is this thing is a battle, and you have got to fight for your children. You have got to fight, and we need to... There are greater enemies than each other here in America. There are greater enemies that you better worry about. That's right. You know, and we had another story coming out of Mission News Online. They were talking about Ethiopia. Now, Ethiopia, uh, it goes a long ways back when we talk about Christians. But the voice of the martyrs Canada says that... uh, you know, it used to be that Ethiopia was the place that uh, Christians that were out of Eritrea, Somalia, and Sudan could run to and find safety there because there wasn't a lot of religious violence up there. But, uh, you know, there's an increase now of Christian persecution in Ethiopia. Um, and, uh, you know, Ethiopia, for many, many years, they go on to say, the Muslim communities, the Orthodox <clears throat> and evangelical communities lived in peace. But uh, things are changing now. That's too bad. And today, uh, uh, VOM Canada was uh, there talking to Christians. They had come from Orthodox background and they were undergoing persecution. They were struggling. And nobody really knew about it, but see, this is, this is what's happening, you know? And, uh, so, you know, in Ethiopia, they've got quite a history over there of Christianity. Now they date it back 2000 years, but the bottom line of it is, is that, um, Ethiopia. We're talking about Ethiopia in uh, in Isaiah. We're in Isaiah right now, uh, and I'm teaching on that. We've been talking about Egypt and Ethiopia, but Ethiopia used to have fierce uh, fierce warriors over there. They were known for that, but Christianity did enter in over there. So um, now it's it's having problems. So. You know, you look at it today, especially we looked at Iran, um, and of course uh, we looked at India, Nigeria, Ethiopia. It's just amazing to me. Lebanon. But there's so oh, much didn't... going on around the world. Oh, there is. It just amazes me. Now, Lebanon is forming a new government, and they've been, uh, they're going to have 10 Christians and seven Muslims, four Shiites and three Sunnis. But they've been having a problem. The Constitution of Lebanon dictates balance, and the head of government is Sunni. The president of the parliament is a Shiite. The president of the republic is a Maronite Christian. So that's how they do it. And uh, this structure followed a bloody civil war and uh, where everybody was against everybody. I remember that going on in Lebanon. So Lebanon is trying to keep their government and keep everybody happy. So uh, there you go with Lebanon. Um, yeah. It's just a mess around the world. But thank God the Lord is in charge. And we're coming down to the end. 
well, you know, did you tower. see that? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, did you see that Franklin Graham's event's been canceled? Because um, he says, because of his interpretation of marriage as a union between one man and woman, those values are incompatible with the ACC of Liverpool, who um, canceled his appearance there. Because he's, uh, and they call him a homophobic hate preacher. And he tells them he, he does view it as a sin, but we're all sinners. We've all sinned, he said, even him. So this is uh, too bad that they've canceled that. But he said, I think he's still going over there to the UK. And he, he defended the right to free speech and religious liberty. Oh, I guess he's not coming to the UK to. Oh, he's wrote he is not coming to the UK to speak against anybody, because the gospel is inclusive. I'm well, coming to I've, speak for everybody. The gospel yeah. is inclusive. I'm not coming out of hate. I'm coming out of love. Good for him. Well, we have that article in our archives here yeah i seen that that's why i clicked on it well so you that's know good. i'm glad he's still going over there they need it because they're they've really christianity is really dropped over there in a big way in the uk well you know the bottom line of it is is that You know, that's the way people are. Oh, we got to get out of here. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We love you. We pray for you. May God richly bless you as you work for him. And be sure to join us tomorrow night for Battle Lines. And we will be on um, part 34 of Isaiah. So be sure to join us. Good night, everybody. We love you. Yes, don't forget to go to our website, warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. You can join us on MeWe. You can join us on USA.life. You can now find us over on our new Pinterest uh, site. Uh, You can also find us uh, on Instagram. We've got uh, three Twitter accounts. We've got Tumblr. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of them. So, Check us out online, but come to our websites. Visit us. Good night, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.